This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Wednesday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabassi. And if you're watching us live on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you smash that like button for us. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. And uh, if you're a podcast listener, make sure you are following or subscribe there. And leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify. We're going to get right into it today because if you are on YouTube, you can see we have a special guest standing by. It is Buddy Robinson of the Blackhawks slash Ice Hogs. The Ice Hogs now because they're still playing. Yes. They start their playoff series Friday against the Texas Stars. Buddy, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. So good series against uh, Iowa. You got the two-game sweep. How are things feeling going into the series against Texas? Uh, good. Um, getting it done in two was nice for sure. We had a lot of hockey leading up to that, uh, especially to end the season on a three and three and having to play every every single minute of every game just to make sure we clinched. But uh, we got it done and to be able to get it done in two and have a nice week here before Texas is, uh, is, is kind of nice. So just kind of settling in, practicing and we have the first couple at home. So we're just kind of enjoying a couple uh, days at home here. Was that your uh, your first playoff overtime goal uh, at any level uh, to knock out Iowa and get everybody fired over there? Yeah, ten years pro, that was my first <laughs> overtime goal, so uh, nice. felt good. And uh, especially against those guys, a pretty big rival of ours all year. I think that was our fourteenth game against them, so uh, it was ni- nice to knock those guys out. And uh, like I said, to be able to do it in two was uh, kind of was huge for us, and just kind of keep the confidence high. I think, sorry, winning that that first game, we were there for the first game and uh, we talked to to players and coaches after the game and and kind of asked everybody, did that feel like a must win? And and everybody said yes. And I think maybe getting that win when it's one at home, then two on the road in a three-game series, uh, that that can be so lifting for the team that wins and so crushing for the team that loses. I I know, you know, you guys had to have a ton of confidence heading to Iowa knowing you just had to win one. Right, 100%. It's, uh, these short series in the American League are kind of strange, but, you know, like, no room for error, right? So that first game, especially it's at home, you don't want to go into another team's uh, barn there and have to try and take two on the weekend. So to get that first one at home was nice. And then, like you said, just to, to know we were only going there for one, uh, to get one and being able to do it on the first night was huge. So uh, that first one in a best of three is, you know, you don't want to say must win, but um, as close as it gets to must win for sure. So it was great to get that uh, one done and especially uh, quick in overtime to rest the legs up a little bit for the, the game the next couple days later now you've, you've played uh, enough in the AHL playoffs before in different formats 
Uh, do you like the more shorter series now that they've they've kind of shifted to where it's the the, the best of three play in and then the the kind of quote unquote first round is best of five rather than everything kind of being right. best of five and then sevens and best of sevens from there yeah on. I think it's just it's nice to be able to be playing playoff hockey the um, the play-in series kind of allows for more teams to get in and we're just I think the American League is doing a very good job of just trying to grow the game a little bit and make sure the development happens uh, for more people and you know it's great you see the success people have jumping up to the next level so just more more meaningful hockey towards the end of the year is never a bad thing and um, to be able to get more teams in is huge and we're one of the benefit benefactors of that at this point of the season with all the movement we had and kind of not having a steady team throughout the season so that play in series kind of helps us plays our advantage a little bit so feeling good about our team now and uh, ready to get things rolling for for real now kind of got a, a two-parter to, for this series coming up uh, Texas won the Central Division in the, in the regular season, but you guys did good. You guys were five and three against them. Uh, so first part is kind of like, does that give you guys a little more confidence going into this se- series that you know how to beat these guys? And how big is that first period going to be Friday night, considering this is going to be Texas's first game in two weeks? Congratulations, yeah. you won a division. Don't play for two weeks, and then your first game is on the road. So how big is that first period going to be? Yeah, for sure. Uh, your first part there, it's it's definitely better than saying we went 0 and 8 against them. Uh, <laughs> but just to to know that you know we're we're right there with them. We know they're a good team. They're top of the division for a reason. But you know to write to know we're right there with them. We've played some good games against them all year. I think we're confident. And and then to your second part, it's uh, almost like a little blessing. We got a couple playoff games under our belt already here. Now we're we're feeling good. We're feeling what it's like to be in uh, tight series and tight games. And we're just going to carry that over to Friday. Hopefully, we can jump on them early just because we've had that. Uh, a couple games, you know, to get into the playoff kind of hockey. You mentioned uh, earlier, you know, the point of the season where, you know, Reichel gets called up and Gutman is called up, then he's injured, and you're you're really kind of shorthanded down in Rockford. I know you guys understand the big picture and that the, the AHL team feeds the NHL team, but uh, you feel a little bit of frustration when you're seeing a lot of talent taken away when you're trying to compete for a playoff spot? No, I mean, you're happy for guys, right? It's it's always about getting to the next level at the end of the day, like you just said. Everything is about the National Hockey League and what guys can do to get there and what's going to make their careers lead in that direction. So when your teammates are going up and down, it's it's exciting and you wish nothing but the best for them. Like When you're in the moment, when games are uh, going on and you're, you're starting to lose a couple in a row, you're, you're for sure thinking to yourself, we can use some uh, some help. But, um, you know, when, when you're the guy that's being called up and given that NHL time, it's you, you wouldn't trade that for the world. So... Um, you know, just do what you can in the American League. You bring new bodies in. It gives more opportunities uh, to, to guys that maybe not have a chance to play extra minutes or maybe not in the lineup for a couple games. So I think uh, it just makes guys hungrier to, to prove a, prove that they belong, you know, in the American League as well and to just uh, get confidence moving forward because playoff runs are tough and uh, we're going to have injuries at some point here. So we're going to just need that next man up mentality. Your role with the, the Ice Hogs this year has kind of been – more of that that veteran presence to, to help uh, some of the younger players get assimilated to the professional game and, and whatnot. And you started the year with Chicago. You finished the year. You had some games up in Chicago. What was this season kind of like for you knowing, you know, coming into a, a, an organization that's going through, you know, kind of a, a rebuild and, and getting a, a new era in? What was the, the season like for you going up, going down, being in Rockford? Uh, what was that experience yeah. like this year? Yeah, it was a little hectic, but, you know, it's that's the lifestyle, right? We wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, it was definitely different. Uh, last year with Anaheim, we were 
you know, we were kind of in the mix for a playoff spot. So it was definitely a different uh, vibe to this year, knowing kind of what, what the plan was and what the future was for the organization. But um, it's an exciting time to be to be a guy that's, um, you know, a veteran leader down in the American League. You're seeing all these young guys and they're going up and they're, they're getting their opportunity. They're having success because they're playing good minutes and they're given a little bit longer of a leash than say maybe you would have on a team that's contending for a cup or something like that. So they're, they're able to play their own game and they're able to showcase what they can do. And then when they come back down, it's, it's fun to watch because, you know, we're getting a guy that's having success in the National League and then they're going to come back down and only do, you know, great things for our team down here, all the confidence in the world and coming down to, to the American League where I think that shines just a little bit brighter. So it, it's been really fun. It's, it's been fun to see the, the growth on our team and the young guys, what they can uh, what they can do here and uh, hopefully their young legs can keep us going here on a young, uh, far playoff run. Well, this is your first year playing with Lucas Reichel and that's the Ice Hawks player we're all keeping our eye on the most. And, you know, you were here in uh, training camp and preseason and saw him there. You saw him grow in Rockford and now you saw him end the season in Chicago. And for us, we see a guy who has made a substantial jump from game one to game 82 or however you want to measure it. What have you seen personally from Reichel uh, growth wise and not only as a player, but maybe uh, off the ice as well? Yeah, he's he's incredible. I mean, you see what the guy can do with the puck when he's when he's going. It's it's fun to watch and it's a special, special talent he has. I think, you know, you, you said it great, like the growth just in one season brought him. I think just the confidence he was playing good minutes up top and um you know, down here, he was always on the ice. You know, he's on the ice last every single game, every practice. He's working on his craft. He's taking face-offs when he has to, working on that one-timer for the power play. And just, like, to see how far it's it's taken him. And uh, I think it took him a little bit to get his first. He was laughing at it, and then he just exploded after that, right? He was he was hot coming down the stretch. And um, it hasn't stopped down here. Once he got sent down, he started scoring, picked up right where he left off in the National League. So um, just like you guys said, the full season of growth for him has been uh, a lot of fun to watch and just to kind of be a part of it and uh, watch him and any questions he might have had for me along the way. But he's just, he's a great guy and uh, I can only see him get better and better. So the more, the more confidence he gets, um, it's exciting times for Chicago. That's for sure in the future. It's kind of a weird season for us to cover the Blackhawks. We do a post live post game show after every game and it seemed that the chat with our fans every time the Hawks would win would be a little contentious because you know obviously everybody in that locker room wants to win but when you have some elite right. talent at the, at the top of the draft this year the fan base might not agree with that and and you know that Pittsburgh game there were quite a few upset folks after <laughs> the end of that one but what's it like in the locker because we we've told our 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 listeners that like we're in the locker room after games, after practices. These di- these guys don't care about Connor Bedard. They care about yeah. each other. They care about playing for the, their team. They're playing for their next contract. What's that like in the locker room after those last couple games of the season where you guys are playing well, you're winning yeah. games, even though sure. people may not be happy with that? Yeah, for sure. There's, um, I mean, it's, it's obviously – not a secret what uh, what the fan base and what a city and the organization is looking to do but for the guys in the room it's you know it's it's work you put your heart your hard hat on you go to you go to work every day uh, there's just there's no one in any locker room I've ever been in that's you know ever said anything about like yeah we got we got to lose one or two here and I no it doesn't work like that uh, <laughs> like you said guys guys are getting up and um, not everyone's on an eight-year deal so you're going to work and you got guys watching you and you need to be dialed in every single night you need to be playing at the top of your game whether that's for five minutes a night or 25 you need to make sure that you're you're dialed in and you got uh, 
all eyes on you. And, you know, if you can make a name for yourself in the games that towards the end of the season might not seem like a very important game, but if you can have, go out there and have a good game against a team that, you know, maybe isn't a playoff spot or maybe they are fighting for the last the last spot and they're, they're going uh, all out. And if you can have a game like um, that and have an impact on your career, you know, you just – you never want to take a night off. You never want to, you know, tank, I guess the word would be um, – that's thrown out there a lot, but I can tell you, I've never been in a room where guys are, are tanking on purpose. Everybody wants to win and everybody wants that feeling after the, after the, after the game when you've won and everyone's excited, the music's going. So nothing really beats that. Um, you know, you, you try and block out all the, all the stuff, but it, sometimes you make the mistake, you read some comments after maybe beating Pittsburgh and you laugh to yourself a little bit, but uh, you know, no one's going out there purposely trying to lose for sure. I, I wonder now it's funny because as people were freaking out, it was just a select few, usually the same suspects every game after a win, the same people would freak out. And and they would sort of suggest that anyone of value should be sat, right? <laughs> and which of course, but I think just hypothetically, you're a player, the season's wrapping up, and you see the the head coach come with a with a roster where you know your best players are out. What sort of reaction would you have as a player if you saw that if you if you felt the, the coach and the GM or whoever were absolutely trying to lose the game on purpose. How would that sit with you? I can't imagine well. No, you, you go out there and win, right? That's why you play the game. If you played it on paper, it would be a little, the scores and uh, standings would be a little different at the end of the season. So whoever's in, I know that if that was a, a thought that was going around and you just go out there, you do whatever you can to win the game. Um, we're still players too. We're playing at the best level in the world. And that's why you play the full 60 to see what happens. Well, and that was, you know, that was the, the messaging from Luke Richardson from day one when he was brought in as head coach was, you know, I know the organization wants, ha, has, has their wants and needs, but I'm going to make it difficult for them uh, because I'm going to go in and, and, and coach the team to, to try and win games. You had some experience with him as a, as a head coach uh, in the AHL with, with the uh, Senators organization. Uh, yeah. What was it like, you know, with, with him this year being up in the NHL and, you know, what have you seen from him as, as a coach when you were with him a few years ago to where he is now in his first year as a as an NHL head coach? Yeah, it was it was great to be able to reunite with Luke. Um, he had me for three years in bingo. He was my first pro coach. So I owe a lot to him and kind of just like how I learned to be a pro and grow up a little bit at a, at a young age, starting pro at 21 years old. So um, it was great. I, I saw a lot of similarities that I uh, that I had with him in bingo and then a few good differences, too, as well. But like you said, he, he was going to make it difficult, and I thought he did a great job in his first year. The this small sample that I had with him, it was it was great to catch up and uh, be able to play for him again. But you know, he's he's another guy, super competitive, and I know that it would it would never be uh, even a thought in his mind about trying to go down, losing some games, and uh, getting better lottery pick um, or draft standings. So I knew I knew that he was giving it his all, and I think that the team made a lot of a lot of good jumps, and players were able to showcase themselves a little bit this year too in roles that maybe they wouldn't have had um, on another team, say. So I think it was a successful year, and, you know, he did a great job, and now guys are just that much more uh, experienced and ready to go next season. For those fans who have not been to a Rockford game yet, um, what should they expect if they plan on going Friday? Oh, come on down to the BMO. It's it's a great spot, and we, we've got our loyal fans. It's a great arena. It's um, you know, obviously it's not an NHL rink, but uh, it's pretty good. It's a good size, and uh, fans are right on top of you in the AHL. They have like that elevated platform, and 
they're kind of sitting right on your head when you're down there. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully they can get us a win, a couple wins here this weekend if they come down. I think it's $2 Bud Lights on Friday. So uh, come on down and make sure you have a ride home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. We're exactly. all going to be there covering the game Friday. And I Perfect. hope for an extra long post-game media session to let all the fans get a good head start <laughs> yeah. after $2 Bud Lights. What's an Uber Perfect. from uh, Rockford to Chicago? Too, right? <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, yes. yes. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks for your time, man. Uh, we wish you well. Perfect. We'll be down there on Friday, and uh, hopefully we'll see you post-game. But uh, go get them, man. We want to keep this playoff going uh, because uh, Rockford's success is Chicago's success. And uh, we look forward to seeing you Friday, man. Good luck. Absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. All right. All right take care. You, Good luck. Appreciate it. That is uh, Ice Hogs and Blackhawks forward buddy Robinson. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I, ho- I hope Rockford keeps going. Just, I mean, obviously for selfish reasons. So we've got something to cover, something to talk about, but well, and it's 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 good for the play. It's good for the players, good for the organization. Yeah, ever like, there's no downside to it, and you get these, you know, these guys in more and more meaningful games, dealing with long series, you know, uh, travel, the whole deal. It's a different playoffs are different at any level. It's a different thing. So getting these guys a deep playoff run would be fantastic. Yeah, and I think that was you, we're going to start seeing the 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 payoff of bringing in guys like Buddy Robinson. Like David Gus, Brent Cini, Luke Philp, those mm-hmm. veteran guys that, you know, when those ma- moves were made, everybody's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. But they were made to win these type of games. Yeah. And, you know, Buddy Robinson not going to be the guy, you know, not a, you know, a MVP numbers up there, but who's the guy that scores the series clinching goal in overtime? You know, these guys yep. have the knack yep. of being in the right place at the right time in these big games. And, I, I can't wait for Friday. I haven't been uh, to the BMO since last year's uh, playoffs, and uh, it should be fun. I mean, you think about it. Texas wins the division, and then they don't have to play a game for almost two weeks. You sit for two weeks, and their and first then two games are on the travel. road. Yeah, it's in a best of five series. That's tough. I mean, that's that's quite. That's quite what, the you're deal. almost like, what? Do, what did we? Worked so hard those last couple of weeks for we're behind tanked. the eight ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, should have been the fourth seed, not the so, first. So yeah, seed. it'll be fun. Hopefully they could get those two games in Rockford, and then you can go into Texas knowing you only got to win one. A ton of momentum. And uh, you know, I it would be great if they get there. I'm not putting them into the next round, but it would be fun to for a possible Rockford versus Milwaukee Central Division Final best of seven. Be a lot that, of fun. That's that's a series we could get to all seven games if possible. Does Milwaukee play? Uh, Manitoba. Manitoba. That won't be an easy series that would be, at all. Yeah, yeah. But to have that bus series between Rockford and Milwaukee—that's a rivalry. Nice. I love covering games at the Panther Arena. That's I put love some miles on my car. Uh, hey, hey, Milwaukee's a lot closer to you than uh, Rockford is. You'll save money. <laughs> eh, that's pretty close. But uh, yeah, that's. I will. I will bring my own food this time. Yeah, if, they, if, just, they, just, if they play just, in Milwaukee, just in case, make a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it should be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, Friday night, the three of us are going to be there. I know I'm going to be there for sure on Sunday as well. So hopefully we'll see some uh, listeners. You, if you see us, yeah. wave us down, say hello. Always up for you. may not recognize Jay because in a few minutes he's going to be beardless. <laughs> but uh, And if you do say hello, yeah. um, introduce yes. yourself and and maybe explain why you want yeah. a picture of take a picture, a of, picture us. of us take a picture with us. us of us yeah yes. with not of yes. that would be great yes yeah, say hello to great. us and try to be as less creepy as possible yes that and we will do the same yes well I and no promises on my end <laughs> yeah yeah uh, well the ice hogs and the blackhawks their future looks kind of bright and it's bright outside and okay. that 
is a perfect time to look up our pals at Shady Rays so you can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm and sunny weather ahead with premium polarized shades at affordable prices. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Shady Rays, they're too humble. They're better than any expensive pair I've ever worn. I've been a f- customer there long before they sponsored us at CHGO. Big fan. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures like sitting in traffic on the Kennedy and Eden's getting home after today's show. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, you take it out of the box, you drop them, they break. They told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They don't care how you broke them. They just upset that you broke them and they'll give you a new pair absolutely free so you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase plus you're going to look great in your shady rays and you're going to do something great for others in needs through the shady rays impact program they are partnering with nonprofit partners across the united states doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with ms the outdoor adventure of a lifetime shady rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come with your help and if you don't love your shady rays exchange yours for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 there 30 days there's no risk when you shop and their team always has your back and exclusively for our listeners chgo is giving you their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com use the promo code chgo and you'll get 50 percent off all orders featuring two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. That's buy one, get one free in my world. Mm-hmm. The more you buy, the more you save. Try your, for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 satisfied customers. That's a lot of satisfaction. That is. that is. And if you want to get satisfied and look hot and sexy during the summer months, oh. you can get fitted out in the best sports oh. gear around I can get with <laughs> our friends at FOCO. Hoodies, I can pull shoes, hot part. signs, bobbleheads, everything wise. in between. It is spring and baseball season. Get yourself an Aloha shirt, a straw hat, polos, bags, everything you need for a day at the ball yard. They've donated some great set decorations for us here, our friends at FOCO, so they're all around us. They're ever-present, our friends at FOCO. They're awesome, so show them some love. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in our description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Again, that's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com. Use that code CHGO for 10% off all non-presale items. Yeah. All right. Is it that time? I guess so. I think it's that time. There's no more uh, 33-year-old... 35-year-old gum to chew. No. There is nope. just one beard to shave. Yeah, so yeah. I got my little, like, uh, side salon set up over here. Because <laughs> I don't want to do, I don't want to pull a Sean Anderson to get my hair all over the studio. <laughs> yeah. So I brought my Beard King. The Beard Not King. Not a sponsor, but they should be. I own one of those. those Might are, as well. Those are fabulous. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull this table in front of me, and I'm going to adhere my Beard King to the table. And then I will shave. So you guys, uh, you vamp for a while while I get my salon set up. We will vamp. All right. Hey, how about those uh, NHL playoffs, huh? Yeah, those have been going on. Those have been fun Yeah. Uh, no, they've been great. We didn't have a chance to talk about them uh, yesterday. No. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. I, 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 
you know what? The last two days, it has been nice to not solely focus on referees and officiating. It has been nice. It's still there. It's ever-present. But it has still not been nice to mostly talk about the action on the ice. This is true. I'm getting tired of the uh, I'm getting tired of the uh, the referee bashing. Some of it is justified. Some of it is just yeah. a little overreaction. It's the same thing every year. We go through this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the the Beard King. You the Beard talk, King. You, is... you, you talked about that. I got one. One That's of awesome. the best eight dollars I've spent because <laughs> it doesn't clog my drain. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Um, and it but sticks yeah, right to the table. It huh? does. But nice. do you, do you put those kind on. Of. You put those on your mirror, and then it covers uh, the sink, and then you un- stick it, dump mm. it right in the garbage Save can. Save my marriage, the beard king. You don't get a, <laughs> you don't get a single beard hair in your in your sink. That works. Yeah. Um, oh, he's getting all professional on. Oh, oh. see my face. Oh, that's he's, that's smart. He's doing a TikTok of the beard shaving. <laughs> but as Jay gets his, you know, this is normally the time where people are getting their playoff beards in shape. Yours, you're. Uh, you're shaving yours because you had way too much faith in this Blackhawks team. Um, too much faith that they wouldn't be total yeah. ass. Yeah, they were. You you thought they would be kind of. Su- you thought they were going to be somewhat ass. <laughs> They're <a> partial <laughs> ass, not whole ass. <laughs> uh, now we get to see your whole ass face because of their whole failures. ass face. There it goes. And yes. we're starting. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Yeah. Last night we had. Uh, I mean, this. I mean, we could describe the play-by-play here. The but play-by-play it, of the beard shaving. It, it, it's really not going to do it much for the, those of us who uh, those who are listening uh, on a podcast app, as opposed <laughs> to. I think you should leave the this mutton chops. Oh, too late. Oh, oh, too late. Oh, that would have yeah. been awesome. Jay, when is the last time you were completely clean shaven? Uh, I think my fortieth birthday. Fortieth birthday. So five okay. years ago ish. All right. All right. Greg, was the last time you were completely beardless? <sighs> Maybe two years ago. Two years by ago. mistake. <laughs> Do you have a mistake? I, I had, had a mistake and said, "Screw start it." Start it over. And then uh, <laughs> I did it, and it was the first time uh, my girlfriend Stacy had seen me without a beard oh, since man. we've been together. And there's a reason I haven't been bearded since. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "You look like you're 13." I don't oh, like man. this because I yeah. I do have the curse of the baby face, so the uh, the gray beard helps uh, helps that. Yeah, and prevents me from getting carded for. Non-alcoholic beer at the Jewels, uh, <laughs> which is a thing. They uh, you can leave the mustache if you want. Might as well. I mean that you got to leave that for Bears draft. The, yeah, that that actually looks pretty good. <laughs> That'd be great. The last time, <laughs> last time I was completely clean shaven was I used so I used to do like full on playoff beards for the Blackhawks back in the day, right? And I would be like, oh, I, I went clean shaven for 2010. And they won. And I was like, oh, I'll go completely clean shaven for 11. They lost in the first round. I was like, oh, I'll do it for 12. They lost in the first round. I was like, 13. I was like, I'm not doing that again because it's clearly bad luck. So 2012 was the last time I was completely beardless. And I, I like this comment where it says all of you guys need to go beardless. No, I didn't no. make the bet. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I didn't make the bet. You could all shave right o- now. Only we, some people. There's some a razor people, right there. We could. Nah. You're right. We could. We're not, but we could. You're right. <laughs> no. no, I did not lose a bet, so I'm not shaving my beard. Not, not one to... Uh, bet the beard on on anything no. plus if mario shaved his beard on set we'd have like a mountain of yeah, oh, of yeah you wouldn't need a beard king you'd need a beer emperor you just you just need a dumpster wheeled in right yeah in i'll just go, just go out back 
All right, that's, we're getting that's looking that pretty, pretty good. Pretty quick. You're gonna have to go home and get some uh, uh, some an actual razor and shaving cream to smooth that out. But it's uh, not bad. Yeah. You know, with no beard, I can do. with no beard and your profile, you look like you look a little bit like Lynn Bramer. Oh, you do. That's nice from the I profile. Compliment. Yes, that that is a good thing. Yeah. Of all the things I could have said you look like with no beard, Lynn Bramer is probably close <laughs> to the top of that list. <laughs> all right, all, all right, right, there it is. The bet has been paid. It's about as good as I can do without a mirror. I yeah. might have to touch up just just with the the cell phone mirror. I just have a mouthful of beard. <laughs> I just gotta wash it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there you go. Though my my uh, my keeper of the beard has spoken. <laughs> uh, listen, happy wife, happy life. If she likes the beard, the beard stays. There you go. Now you know why I have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we can now we know now we can like okay, this happened on April twenty sixth. So we could figure out how fast you can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now we can timeline it out. Uh, my biggest fear is I have to confront my uh, softball team 12, full of 13 and 12-year-old girls. They're going to be very, very, oh, my God, you look so weird. <laughs> Who is that? Who are you? Oh, my God, don't look at me. Someone's, someone's going to call the police on you. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's a pervert hanging out at the park. <laughs> I look very young without it. Surprised we didn't go with, uh, with the, was it Coach Shooter? Well, I realized I was going to keep the stash, and then I realized I kind of went too far on one side, um, and I didn't want to do uh, the Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan ad. slash a <laughs> different Hitler person. Mustache <laughs> thing. Um, Give me back my personality. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. There it is. I know, but yeah, I overdid it. Looked, it. Uh, yeah, I would have. I've had a stash before. The stash. Uh, my good. wife hates it. Yeah. She hates the mustache. Coach Shooter is more of a... Uh, the Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu. Well, if you grow that back for softball, you got to get a pair of like the bike shorts that you. Oh no! I got a your... whole thing. I wear the high socks, the short shorts, the bike <laughs> shorts. I wear a headband pull up over your belly button. Yeah, I wear the uh, like uh, uh, like the big like Javier Baez sunglasses. It's a whole thing. You, you, nice. you look like one of the coaches from uh, Days and Confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. That's how it is. All right. There. I paid nice. off. All right. Paid off. See you tomorrow, folks. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. Well, I watch I some playoffs, too. Well, yeah, let's talk yeah. about the playoffs. Yeah, we haven't fun. talked about them since last week. Yeah, seriously. Um, much, um, much to the chagrin of Greg, the, uh, the Leafs don't look like your father's Leafs. It's your, more, brother, your, your brother's grandfathers, Leafs. your great-great-grandfathers. I think it's more that the Tampa Bay Lightning don't look like the Tampa Bay Lightning. They look like Specifically, Andre Vasilevsky yeah. does not look like... All that talk about three straight Stanley Cup final appearances has got to grind you down. The guy that looks like it's affected the most is Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. 4-1 lead in the third period against Vasilevsky. That's in That's the books. Win. That's yeah, done. Automatic, yeah. And they choke that away. Second straight game, they give up a third period lead and lose in overtime. Game three, they dominated overtime, and then the Leafs get a, a you know just a CNI puck mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, there was. What did you guys think? Did you see the controversy of uh, of uh, oh god, uh, Lalonde, the the now former yeah. Yeah. Tampa Bay coach, basically now, spilling basically spilling giving his secrets. intel yeah. on national TV. I, I I could imagine some GMs aren't happy with that, specifically Tampa. Well, John Cooper had a had a comment about it. Uh, I'll pull it up here. But. Yeah, if you missed it, Detroit Red Wings head coach uh, is doing some. Um, 
uh, an analyst. Is it TSN or Sportsnet? I think he's it's do- Sportsnet. Yeah. He's, he's doing some – and they, they had him on after the, the Toronto-Tampa game, and he basically said, like, oh, we know, and we have it down in our system, like – and he – former coach there in Tampa like you can't you can beat Vasilevsky with straight on shots and he's he's basically putting out information I'm sure most people in the league probably know those type of things but yeah I'm not sure having a currently employed NHL head coach throwing that information on a broadcast against a team that's still playing in the playoffs is really a good idea I don't know. It's I, I interesting. Mean, it's it, uh, he, so here's an, I just found another one on Twitter. A quote from Milan. He says, we did a study. He was one of the lower percentage goalies in finding pucks from the point. We changed our entire D zone coverage. Like that's, that's good info. That's what he's paid it's, to give. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good info to put out there, but it's also like, like Greg said, like, I don't think that that's something that is so in insider only the lightning right. know this kind of thing it's but like he said to no. put it out on that stage i think is 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 interesting now this is from uh lightning insider on twitter uh at eric uh erlidson says ask john cooper about Derek lalonde's comments on sportsnet regarding vasilevsky quote he's there because he's he was an assistant coach on this team so he's trying to offer insight and trying to give fans something and he should be doing that just He's just got to make sure it's accurate. That's coming from John Cooper. Okay. So, I mean, not surprising that he's probably trying to throw a little, you know, be like, eh, not so much. But, I mean, if you have the guy who was literally just there with Vasilevsky, you'd think he's not crossing wires or misremembering anything. Yeah. Well, I think Cooper is kind of saying, like, no. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) Despite all the evidence that he was right. I don't think what he said was anything that, like, most coaches, most teams didn't already kind of have a book on. Yeah. You know, but it's a slippery slope when you start doing things like that. Like, if, you know, what's he going to do in the next round? If, if, you know, I mean, I know that's his job. You want want that insider view of a guy that's – uh, an NHL head coach, mm-hmm. but you also got to be careful that you're not, you know, breaking some unwritten rule or, or, or pissing off maybe even your own boss. You know, Steve Eiserman's probably like, hey, that used to be my team, dude. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate the Maple Leafs. Why, why are you doing this? But <laughs> yeah. it's, I could see, I don't think it's that big of a deal what he said, but I could see how that could maybe get some people a little worried about what might come out of his mouth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, putting an active an active player, an active coach on those kinds of panels, you always run the risk of them maybe saying something that they shouldn't regarding, you know, quote-unquote inside information or insight or anything like that. But, I mean, that's up to the player or the coach to divulge or not. He could have just said, yeah, I mean, it's a great shot and a great deflection and blah, blah, blah. But to, to give the insight, uh, that's a great thing for the viewer – and I mean, Milan's not going to do it long. He's going to, you know, he's going to go coach at the for the World Championships, so he's only here for for or only there for a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's I think it's something that, you know, for bro- for broadcasts and for fans to watch. I think that's that's great to kind of get that that information. It, it peels back the curtain a little bit, and for for ho- hockey in the NHL, having a little bit of a of a peel back of the curtain is good because you get to know you. Getting to know more about the inner workings of, of what teams are doing specifically or things like that, like that's that's just great information to have. And it's something that not every 
team or coach or you know any player likes to give out sometimes and I, I think it just makes it it makes it more fun to watch because now you you become more intelligent as a viewer and you're like oh they're doing that because XYZ well here's yeah. the thing though every other sport on your average sports center or whatever breakdown show has people that's job it is to find those things yeah they're not coaches of teams or not as they are not assistant coaches they're your average analyst because there is fan interest, they're going to go into the numbers. Pro Football Focus is a completely independent company that does all this stuff on their own. Yeah. And because the thought is there's not a demand for that or enough of a demand for that in hockey coverage, we never get it. So when we see it, we're like, whoa, mm. that's really crazy and innovative. It's, it's really, I mean, there should be more of that. Yeah. And maybe the way Lalonde in the future can do it, instead of saying, like, we did a study and we found this, you just say, hey, he can be susceptible from the point yeah, shot. You just got to be a little more like the book on him is this. Mm -hmm. Yes, not right. exactly. Not making it seem like you're revealing this secret on national TV. Right, right. The delivery. The message wasn't terrible. But it was the delivery that kind of. But I'm all for that, man. Oh, Give yeah. me more information. I, when, I, when, when ESPN had, had P.K. Subban on when he was still playing. That was great. That was fantastic. That's who I want in studios, especially during the playoffs. I know uh, uh, MLB does it where they bring in, like, they've had, uh, was it Chris Archer a couple years ago? Yeah, in, Pedro Martinez is great. In, but, like, Chris Archer is in the broadcast booth, like, just faced these guys two weeks ago. Yeah. That's who I want as my analysts are the guys that are recently retired or during the playoffs, guys who are currently playing, guys who, are out. who know what it's like to play against these guys. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to hear it from a guy that played in the 70s. Because they've never played against a Connor McDavid or Nathan McKinnon. They never had to face that type of thing. They don't, they played in a different era mm -hmm. where it was okay to jump in the stands and beat fans with their own shoes. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it from them. Is it from those, <laughs> <laughs> not, In the 70s, it was encouraged. Now, not so much. But, yeah, I want to hear from guys who played against the players that are, are in the league today. That, that To me, that's more interesting. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's why I like, you know. Some of my guys, that's why I think Patrick Sharp does a really good job when he does this, because he's not that far removed. He's played against some of these guys. He's played with some of these guys. It helps you give a better understanding uh, than a guy that hasn't been in an NHL uniform in 30 years. Right. You know, and there are, I'm not saying all older analysts are bad, but some of them kind of just... Well, back in my day, we did well, we don't care about yeah. your day. Some, well, I think some of it is not... It's, some of it comes from a, from a a concerted effort to not see the game as it evolves. Yeah, because to me, I think Mark Messe is not good. Not a big fan of his no. as an analyst. No, I don't. He doesn't tell me anything I don't already know by using my eyeballs. No. And he just, he still thinks it's 1984 and he's got Wayne Gretzky on his line. Yeah. Chelios, Chelios can be is guilty of that sometimes. But he's a little but bit better. I think he's he, a little bit, he is a little bit. Well, you could tell Chelios actually watches more of today's game than Messi. I is. think so, I don't so, think yeah. Messier watches a single NHL game. I don't think he watches the game he's supposed to be breaking down <laughs> half the time. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of Mark Messier, great hockey player, great leader. They made an award after him. Not a great studio analyst. Yeah. I'm not watching it because of him. So it's funny. ESPN went with the approach to let's bring in big names that everybody knows. Uh, Turner, they brought in Gretzky, but he's 
he's not there that often with their coverage. He was Liam, last year when they when they yeah, first more he was year, more yeah. long. Liam more McHugh there is a last. great. So now what Turner's trying to do is they're trying to recreate the NBA thing and be like we're buddies and we're taking shots at each other. But what they're missing is what makes the NBA show so great is aside from all the funny banter, there's kick-ass analysis happening, yeah. right? So they can, I get but, why you bring in yeah, Bissonette. They do both and. His proximity to the game is good. He still talks to current players, despite what we think about whatever. Fine. Um, you know, uh, Anson Carter. The, I just wish they would stop trying to manufacture chemistry and just do the games. Just break down the games with the ability to bust chops. It almost feels like, okay, now it's time to bust each other's balls. Yeah. No, that will happen as you grow and your relationships grow. It doesn't happen just let's just start doing it and make yeah. that the show. The the NBA the NBA on TNT wasn't the show it is now right out of the gate. Exactly. And I think yeah, I think the 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 NHL is trying to capture that right away and it's just like, well, you need to you need to have those guys develop it. And and sure, some of them uh carried over from from NBC like like Liam and, and Anson were were there um before and you know I, I i i really think that they like I, it's kind of like the patrick sharp situation how much does he want to do it i wish they would have henrik lundquist all the time because not only is he great to look at but he is, very <laughs> he, he, is he is really analytical from a goalie's perspective and i think that that's something that not every uh you know panel or you know intermission show or anything like that really has because sometimes you you know goalies we have it, scott darling sometimes goalies <laughs> will only break down the game from you know like oh they're only they're only there to talk about goalies right. but i think lundquist does a really good job of from a goalie's perspective breaking down everything that happens in front of what the goalie does as well as what you know what goes on in between the net so yeah i i think he's really he's really good at it and you just the, you just gotta let kind of some some of those panels get their chemistry together, and then you're gonna it's gonna come organically because the NBA they they can break down their their crew can break down the game so well, and they've become really good together as a, as as a panel. You like you said, like you really see it as like they're just friends talking yeah. about the NBA. Right. Whereas NHL, it's just like yeah, break down the game and also play the role of being buddies. I think that the, one of the best things I saw from TNT this year is Lundquist was talking about defending a breakaway and Sarah Nurse was there talking about how to attack a goalie on a breakaway. Yeah. And they were both saying, like, well, I would do this. And she's like, well, if you do that, I would do this. And you have two of the best hockey players in the world discussing how they would kind of h- handle facing each other yeah. in the same – like, that signed me up for all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The more of that stuff, the better. And hockey is a very specific, like – you know, it's it's harder to measure than other sports because, yeah, there's goals and assists, but as we know, the analytics are very kind of new. They're all kind of imperfect. So those sort of things of, you know, how do, how do you attack this particular situation? Because the other thing, too, is most people consuming a hockey game have not played hockey. Right. A lot of people have played Little League, have played rec basketball, have played peewee football, whatever, and you've got this kind of uh, ingrained knowledge of it just from playing, less of the population has played hockey. So those little like nuanced things on, you know, how to position your stick, how to handle a breakaway, whatever, those are new for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's the sort of stuff that's going to be really because you can show it on TV, you know, in a, in a studio. And then when it happens in a game, say, there it is. Yeah. There it is happening. You see the shooters adjustment, all those sort of things. That's how people learn hockey. It's not about P- Peter. What was it? Peter Puck? Like icing is this and like some cartoon <laughs> teaching you the basic rules. Yeah. Right. Let people understand why the players are doing what they're doing. And I think that's great. So more of that, more of that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I, that that was one of the favorite things I saw here was that Sarah Nurse and uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, it was great. I mean, the the growth of the game, <clears throat> a lot of it comes from. Yeah, it comes from personality. It comes from, you know, getting getting uh, getting out in front of more eyes, as, as many eyes as possible. But it also comes from being able to, you know, kind of educate your your fan base and if you have just a casual you know hockey fan that only tunes in during the playoffs if you have them watch the games learn a little bit more then they can be like you know what this is really cool i can pass this information on to my other casual hockey friend we watch a game together and then it you know things can grow from there so so yeah while it's it's great to have like personality and everything like you it's also really good to be able to talk intelligently about the game when you have the most eyes on it. Well, in the Sarah Nurse Lundquist thing, they were demonstrating, and then the other panelists were kind of, like, joking and laughing. Like, oh, like, Biz, why don't you demonstrate this? Like, well, I never got breakaways. Like, that sort of stuff. Okay, that's funny. Sure. As it's intertwined in the educational part of the broadcast, mm-hmm. which is what it should be. We got more playoff talk on the other side, but want to tell everybody where I'm watching the playoffs, that is Fubo TV. 140-plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device and watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. You want to watch those exciting Chicago Cubs and you want to cut the cord, the only place to do it is Fubo TV. Go to FuboTV.com slash CHGO. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial there is no contract. There is no cable. There is no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. I love the multi-view. I've got the Cubs and two hockey games going at the same time. Just switch an audio at the click of a finger. It's awesome. You get a 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. You've got the NFL draft tomorrow and Friday. You've got the NHL draft and draft lottery coming up. NHL and NBA playoffs are underway. And like I said, the Cubs on Marquee and, of course, the White Sox on NBC Sports Chicago. Watch all Chicago sports on Marquee and NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in our description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That is FuboTV.com slash CHGO. Speaking of the White Sox, White Sox post game coming up right coming after up us. momentarily. Yeah, coming up soon. We'll try and wrap quickly. Eh, so we I can... don't know if they're in a hurry to talk about yeah. this team right now, <laughs> yeah, but uh, they'll is, be here. That's true. Uh, hey, it is beautiful out today. Uh, it's a good day to get your Shady Rays on. It's also a good day to get out to the golf course, decked out in your pins and aces gear. That's right. I wore it yesterday. The uh, lightweight golf hoodie. Oh, oh goodness gracious. Beef sleeve. This is, a, this is a monumental moment in show history. The beef sleeve is here? The beef sleeve is on set. Are there actual sandwiches? Are in there, there beefs oh, in there the sleeve? Oh, oh yes. Are they still warm? They're still warm. Oh yes. What time? Was I actually it? was wondering. I was feeling that bag, oh, and I it warm. was warm. These were purchased yeah. at uh, right before one o'clock. So you're talking so you're, in almost two hours later. 
Good to go. Still warm. I'm going to have to clean the beef sleeve. Why? That's fine. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want a that's giant fine. tube that smells like Italian beef? I got one for, uh, for Law as well. I wasn't sure who was producing, but I know you cannot show up to work with beefs without giving one to Law. So that is These fantastic. are from Al's Beef. This is the beer sleeve. That I have adopted for beefs. That is the beer sleeve. Hey, look, we, four we, beefs comfortably. We talked about it for a long time <laughs> about the beer sleeve being able to be used for hot beef sandwiches, and by golly, thanks to science, brilliant, we have proved that the, it can happen. I told you the mind of Jay Zawaski. It's it's a weird yet fascinating place. <laughs> beef always on the mind. That's right. <laughs> so look, you can get that beer sleeve. Slash beef sleeve from Pins and Aces, and you can put beers or soda or hot beef sandwiches in there. It'll keep them warm or cold for the entire round. You put that in your golf bag right next to your pitching wedge, uh, and you will be set to go. Pins and Aces also has amazing polos, hats, and golf bags. Tons of uh, great uh, apparel to make you look good out there on the course. Just got the email uh, earlier today. They have their Cinco de Mayo collection that just dropped. So that's going to be uh, looking fun and festive for the beginning of May. Uh, So definitely check out pinsandaces.com. When you do, use the promo code CHGO. You're going to get 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's pinsandaces.com with the promo code CHGO. There you go. All righty. Beefs I'm are so, so excited for the beefs now. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have a beef. I'm going to have a beef. Yeah, I you know I didn't know what I was going to do for dinner tonight. Now I know. Pulled into Al's and said, "Tree beefs, please." There you go. I could fit another one in there for sure. So uh, yeah, enjoy, fellas. After the show, you can that's amazing. You can chow those down. Mine is already in my belly, <laughs> <laughs> but you can get yours too. Uh, yeah, it's cool. That's it, it, it worked. It's warm. It is full of gravy, and I'll have to fix that later, but it, it works. Right. Uh, the other series I want to talk about, um, I think Toronto, you know, is obviously interesting and are on the verge here. Um, the Oilers, are the Kings done? Are they tapping out? I don't it's, know. I, it's like no. they're not, it's not really in their DNA, but... I feel like maybe the Oilers have finally kind of like... I think the, the Oilers kind of, you know, not to use a uh, mechanic term, but they kind of sputtered out of the uh, yeah. out of the gates there. But I think they found their footing That's now. been a weird series because it seems like when I watch it, the Oilers are just beating the Kings' ass up and down the ice. And then for like eight minutes, all of a sudden, they like forget how to play loose. hockey. Yeah. Yeah. And the Kings are right back in it. But the last couple, uh, last night's game, there really wasn't much of that. The Oilers... Put a hurting on them. I, I, the next game's in LA. They're, they're going to go down. They're not going down without a fight. That's for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if this one goes back to Edmonton for Game Seven. But I, yeah, I think it's the Oilers series here, which is good because I picked them to win the Stanley <laughs> Cup. So that helps. Yeah. Um, Dallas. Whew, they put a hurting on Minnesota last night. Jake Ottinger with the first shutout of the playoffs. Dal- Dallas, man. They're, I know we talked about Minnesota being super tough, but. And Dallas, they're and they may be getting Joel Pavelski back for Game Six. Potentially, yeah, so, game time decision it appears. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Carolina had a chance to put the Islanders out, but the Islanders come up with a big road win. That series goes back to uh, New York. Back to the island with their you know, backs against the wall. It's the, the Hurricanes just it's there. It's a battle. They're losing guys left and right. Yeah. And like, I think this series would be over if they. If they were oh, full yeah. strength, if they, if they, yeah, but you know, you bring in a, a McKeckern and he gets a goal and assist in his first g- game up, and you know, but then Jack Jury gets hurt, and you know, the Stefan Nason story has been a great story all season, but 
They just missed Tavo. No Tavo. No Tavo. Tavo. Was eventually no, without him. no Pat Shiretti. That's eventually going to catch all, up with them. That's like, three of your top six gone. Like, th- yeah, that's, that's, a, that's like an all-star line missing. from. And those three guys were there and healthy. I mean, they'd be. I would probably pick Carolina to win the cup. Uh, yeah. You know, minus, their goaltending is still a little eh. Antirata has been pretty good. Yeah. But he's another guy that you're just waiting for him to hurt himself again. You know, he's got that problem. And Freddie Anderson is another guy that just can't stay healthy. So uh, I think Carolina gets by the Islanders. And then whether it's the Devils or the Rangers in the next round, they're, they're going to be in trouble missing all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. I, Devils, this looks so bad early. They're fighting back. They are fighting back, though. great story with their goaltending, though. Yeah. That's why I love yeah, the playoffs, because these, these stories come out of yep. nowhere. And now, now the now the kid's got two wins. He's got the guy now. You know, you, you saw, speaking of that Edmonton series, they went to Jack Campbell in game four, and he saved their, he saved their butts. But then right back to Dustin, uh, Stewart, Dustin Skinner. Stewart Skinner. Sorry, Stewart Skinner uh, for Game Five, mm-hmm. and he and he gets some win. You know, a lot of people were probably thinking, "Well, you got to go, ride go with, with Campbell." Jack Campbell yeah. um, speaking of interesting coaches' decisions, back to Toronto, Michael Bunting eligible to come back for Game Five. Appears he will not. Matthew not, Matthew Knees is going to stay in. I mean, they're three and zero without him and zero yeah. one with him. Yeah. Why show up? Broke, if it ain't broke, don't yeah, fix it. I, the way Nice has been playing, I do, how do you take him out? Yeah. He looks like a thirty-five-year-old man, by the way. Like on the bench, <laughs> like he's big and he's got like an aged face and what, like, two years. Like he's been through some that's, shit. That's what two Minnesota winners do <laughs> to you. That's true. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I, I I just think back to that to his draft year and just man, I just wish the Blackhawks would have taken him. Uh, and then uh, the Avalanche are reigning. Stanley Cup champs could be in big, big trouble. Game five, series tied, back at home, but no Kale McCarr, no Val Niskushkin. I can never say yeah, that name Nikushkin. right on the first try. He's missed the last two games, and he's away from the team with personal reasons. Doesn't sound like he's coming back anytime soon. No. McCarr's one game, but how many times? This is when you need to see the championship pedigree. Hawks had a few games where I remember a couple games specifically, one against the LA Kings where Duncan Keith was suspended mm-hmm. and then the Blackhawks won that game. You know, Keith was suspended the second time against Minnesota. Uh, you know, Marion Hosa missed a game in the Stanley Cup. Like, these yeah. things happen. But that's two big pieces. Yeah. Uh, Niskuski was so big for them last year mm-hmm. in the playoffs. They don't win the Stanley Cup without him. They give him that big contract. And this year, year one of that contract, you know, when he's played, he's been very good. Yep. But he's dealt with injury problems. And now whatever he's got going on, I'm not going to weird talk situation. about any of the speculation. Yeah. There's been things flying around and things that I'm not going to speculate because if, if those – Rumors are true. It's it's a, it's a something that you know I have experience with, so I'm not gonna. But I, you know, there's got to be a, some level of disappointment in Avalanche fans and probably in the front office too. Obviously, the guy's mental, physical health is top priority. But you, you give him this huge deal, and he's not there when you need him. Yeah, yeah. it's yes. He, we want him to be. Everybody, I'm sure, wants him to be in, in a per, you know great, perfect state of mind. But you're kind of also paying him a lot of money to be there for games like this. So yeah. it's it's tough. You don't want to criticize him, but I could understand how fans can be frustrated with the situation. That is going to get the main monitor on my uh, on my Fubo 
Yeah. Multi-screen. Well, with, the, that game. with the weird schedule, you don't have to flip the yeah, hockey games. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah, you won't need two hockey games at the same time. Boston can close out uh, the Panthers tonight. I believe Bergeron is playing tonight. Is that I think I saw that. That was yeah. the last I heard. I think Boston puts it away tonight. They're not going to screw around. They're going to sit back and hope that Tampa gets a couple more games out of yeah. the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, Boston and, and, and Maple Leafs in the second round, we're, we're certainly looking like we're heading that way. That should be a good series. And then Colorado, Seattle at 830. Should be a good um, one. Yeah, Can't should wait. be good. Should be a good night. All right, we're going to wrap things up and make way for the White Sox uh, postgame show. But before we do, it is NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in and place a same game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Looking here at the quick same game parlays that are offered every day on DraftKings Sportsbook. Milwaukee Bucks on the money line. Giannis and Jimmy Butler each to score 30. Uh, it just went away on me, but that's one of the quick same game parlays. Jump in on that one. Uh, pretty good odds on that. So uh, those same game parlays, that's how I play. It keeps you really... Uh, Engage in the game. You don't feel awful if the team you're rooting for is getting scored on because you got a guy in each game you're rooting for. So Jimmy Butler, Giannis, 30-plus, and the Bucks on the money line. I believe it was plus 275 or something like that. So not a huge bet, but a fun bet. Yeah. So jump on that. Download the app now. Sign up with code CHGO. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Gambling problem? Call 800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, in Kansas, call 800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Nicely done. Woo. All right, we're back tomorrow, 2 o'clock. It was Buddy Robinson today. It is Arvid Soderbloom, Soderbloom tomorrow at 2. So we're going to keep going with the Ice Hogs as long as the Ice Hogs keep going. So go Ice Hogs. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.